0: Welcome to the Why Not podcast, hosted by Chrissy and Yvonne. In a world where everyone asks why, we're here to ask, why not?
1: Hey everyone, my name is Yvonne and I'm 29. I'm a body positive feminist yoga teacher. Been on this journey of self-discovery for the last few years, really just... Learning how to take better care of myself, um, fill my life with self-love and just learning how to be kind and gentle to others along the way. I'm really interested
0: in all things mental health and personal development. Hi, my name's Chrissy. I'm a personal trainer, gym enthusiast and part-time equestrian. My goal here is to help people feel better about themselves by helping them strengthen their mindset and their body image. And I want them to be able to do things that they never thought they could believe possible. So, if that sounds like something you want to do, I want to help you.
1: So, I've been a teenager. It's been a massive thing for me. I've been in therapy for a long time trying to figure it out, and it's still something that gets me. So, hello, everyone. You are very welcome back to Why Not Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, Chrissy. How are you?
0: Hello, everyone. I am very, very good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Oh my god, you like a robot no! again.
1: No! The robot's back!
0: <laughs> I'm great, thank you.
1: <laughs> I'm watching a show right now called Humans. Have you watched it? No. Oh, it's so good. So there's robots in it, and I was just being a robot there from the show. But I didn't mean to. It was an accidental <laughs> robot.
0: Pure accidental.
1: So today, what are we going to talk about, Chrissy?
0: Food. Yes. And a lot to do with food. And I don't really know how to describe how we're going to talk about it, but I suppose it's kind of touching on how people perceive it, Mm. maybe, the emotional connections they get with it, the anxiety around food, all of it.
1: Yeah, and... So I
0: decided food.
1: Yes. (laughs) Basically, eat, man. Eat lots. (laughs) Um... So look, this is a hugely sensitive topic, and it's also a massive topic, so we might kind of touch on the basics today. It's possibly something that we might break off into smaller sections. You might call them bite-sized pieces. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Proud of myself. Um, and do further podcasts on them, but for today, we'll just do a general overview.
0: Yeah, I think so. Okay, so
1: I'm going to just put it out there to the world. I have had trouble with restricted, disordered eating. I'm coming at this from that particular angle. So what I say might be colored by my experience. It's probably not going to be completely impartial, but I will try my very best.
0: And that's why I'm here to be the voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, as well, my my experience, obviously, as a kid, when I didn't understand stuff, so you know, I have done silly things like, you know, try to eat less, blah, blah, all the stuff, no carb, blah, blah. I now have a fair knowledge of nutrition and stuff. I do not track anything. I just eat the way I want to eat and I it works well for me and that's my standpoint and I'm very neutral when it comes to food. I kind of, I think of it as fuel. So I'm not very like, can't eat that, can't eat that. If I want to have it, I'm going to have it.
1: It's so amazing, and, can I just say, to hear someone who works in the fitness industry that that is your attitude. Like, honestly, for someone like me, that is such a breath of fresh air. And I just think it's so valuable. I Honestly, it's the most, it's just powerful that you have that attitude to food.
0: Yeah, and like, I'm, I think I'm really lucky. You now, like, things aren't always perfect when I think about different things. Say, for instance, I'm I'm in fair, decent shape for want of a better description. I know if I wanted to be in better shape I could change that but I cannot be bothered <laughs> <laughs> I'm in as good shape as I want to be I'm happy where I am so like look if this this works for me I don't I don't see the need to change it I understand for other people you can come in handy there is that see I have that very I'm not against any particular types of diets unless you're a fucking detoxer because that is just bullshit yeah don't drink um, skinny tea. that's the folks that's the slacks if you drink so, skinny
1: tea like stop that now
0: genuinely you're literally drinking laxatives yep and that is gonna fuck yoga up.
1: we don't want that
0: so I think I think having that very like neutral view on it makes it easier for when you're talking to people with and they're everywhere I know this from working in the fitness industry. I don't like to talk about the way I eat a lot of the time because I'm afraid it'll set someone up.
1: That's so fair, but it's also, it's so great that you have that awareness because I think people don't realize that talking about their particular diet, whatever it might be, has the potential to trigger someone. And that's so important. And it is hard. And I know it must be hard when people ask you all the time and you kind of have to be like, "Eh, I'm not really going to talk about it. But remember, all of our bodies are completely different like Chrissy's calorie intake might be like really really big if you looked at it on a piece of paper or something and you can see that she's very very small as a person but Chrissy has this like massively active lifestyle and that's the calories that she needs to fuel her lifestyle and that's brilliant it might be different for you and it might be different for someone else like someone else might have a relatively low calorie intake but they might be bigger and we're all different and we're all meant to be different and that's fine but you giving unless you're a dietitian or a nutritionist a human giving you nutritional advice unless they are qualified to do so is wrong because we all require different food so I think it's kind of uh, sorry Christian.
0: the ironic thing about certain weight loss groups for one of a better description I'm not going to name names there are several of them would you go and ask a teacher to build your house might do just because they have a house they live in a house yeah I know what you mean like secondary school teacher will you go oh build me this house because you live in a house
1: and just in terms of those weight loss groups as well again I won't name names but we all know I hate them all <laughs> <laughs> they're so stupid and honestly the first the first time I ever tried one fueled a massive massive shift in my relationship to food which I have never repaired. Okay, so just putting it out there, you are getting into dangerous territory if you're joining a group. I'm not saying it's a negative experience for everyone. I know lots of people that have had positive experiences with these groups, but the idea behind them is basically to get you into a calorie deficit, which means you burn more calories than you take in, which is not a magic trick. It's as simple as that. So they're telling you all these magic tricks about sins and this and that, and you're whatever fucking bullshit they're saying but basically beneath it all it's getting you into a calorie deficit that they're trying to do they may have called calories sins or points or whatever they call them but that's all it is
0: they will have a leader of the group and being like yeah you need to do this to lose weight and the only thing they've done is lost like four stone on the planet
1: yeah they're not they're not qualified to speak to you about your nutrition You know, to be honest, they don't even really promote health in my opinion because I know my sister was on one of them for a while and she smoked at the time and like a cigarette has no points or sins or whatever. Like you can have as many cigarettes as you want, but like, you know, eating carrots might have a sin or a point or something. I don't even know. Like I know, and I know a cigarette isn't going to make you put on weight per se, but it's going to make you less healthy than if you didn't have the cigarette so they're just bullshit like don't listen do not join them do not give them your money you know those those industries survive because of your insecurities about your body yeah if we stop giving them our
0: two things on that point there as well remind me it's like one of them being like that like i they're one of those systems say for instance you could drink as much diet coke as you wanted but you couldn't have like avocado or nuts because they were you know you had to put them as your okay the reason that they have that is because it's grouped it's a low-fat diet so they're high fat but there's a lot more nutritional value in these in avocados or nuts than there is in a can of diet coke yeah so i just i was like it's just it just didn't make sense now, i'm not saying you should eat 10 avocados a day you will gain weight whatever sins or points i'm like or you were gain body fat for want of a better description. Yeah. It just to me was so warped. It is. And then the second thing about it, those things are built to fail. So what happens is you set a target weight, you get your target weight, you get free membership. You're like, Oh, I got my target weight. I don't need to go here anymore. You put on a stone, you come back, you pay again. That's the story, because they're not educating you how to maintain it because the minute you go out of that group and go out of that, like it's a high pressure situation. You're getting weight in front of a in front of a group. You don't want to be the one who gained weight that day that week. Whereas if you're going to a properly qualified person helping you, actually educating you, that's what you want. Like a good nutritionist or a good personal trainer who you, who, um, work you lose weight. But then when you're no longer in this group where you're being forced to check every whatever, they're like, you're like, oh, I can eat this now. Oh, I can have two of them. Oh. You know? Exactly. When you don't know the again, you come back, you're Like And then you come back again because you never learned anything. You just learn to be afraid of stuff. Mm-hmm. like say, for instance, if they're working on teaching something about fat loss, now they might stay on some training after it, but they want that person to leave at some point. Yeah. Because that means they've learned. Yeah. And they have the tools now to be able to do it. They don't want them to drop off because they don't think they need it anymore. They want them to know successfully and be able to, to like contact them in four months and say how are we getting on and they'll be like oh yeah no i'm still that weight like
1: and remember as well i think this is really important like if you join a a slimming group the goal no matter what they say the goal is to lose weight okay or you know they won't even use fat loss as a thing i'm guessing it's just do you weigh less when you stand on the scales however if you go to a nutritionist or a pt or a dietitian or whichever Weight loss might be part of your plan. It it may be, I don't know. It depends on what you're looking for, I guess, or, or your particular health. But equally, it's not going to be the only part of the picture. It might be one part, okay? It might be. You might end up weighing a little bit less when you stand on the scales as when you came in. Or you might end up weighing more and actually just being healthier, fitter, have more muscle, whatever it is, the actual number that you weigh on the scales is probably going to be fairly insignificant in terms of the entire picture, because your health is not defined by the number on the scales. In fact, that can be really fucky, because if you weigh yourself in the morning and, and at night, you might be different. If you didn't pee before you weighed yourself, it might be different. A difference... You didn't take a shit. Yeah, you might need to take a shit. Like, you might, if you weigh
0: That's not going to have an extra kilo to your weight.
1: Up to two kilos. Jesus.
0: You can have two kilos to your weight. Up to two kilos. Spend <laughs> how big it is. That's
1: a fairly big shit, like...
0: Well, some you've seen lots. Some of them out
1: of... So, like, it can depend on the actual weighing scales that you weigh yourself on. You might weigh differently on your mom's and your weighing scales, whatever. Your weight on the scales is probably tiny tiny piece of the picture in terms of your overall health
0: people come up with like an arbitrary number like I want to weigh this but like why
1: I know I hate that I've heard that so many times like if I just get to x amount of stone I'll be happy no you won't Susan no you won't because then you'll want to be less or or then you'll be x amount of stone for for three weeks of your life then you'll forget all the things that you did to get there you'll gain it back and then you'll be unhappy again Rather than actually just working out a plan that suits your life, you probably will weigh you'll probably go up and down between like say one or one or two stone throughout your life.
0: And that's as you said yourself, like, you know, you put on muscle and stuff like that, that's muscle denser than fat. So you weigh more than that.
1: Yeah.
0: For me, I never fluctuate past I think I, I check myself every couple of months, but I'm generally in around three kilo window and I'm like, Yeah, well, that's 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 fine. That's nothing. I have no need to go any lower. Yeah. If I go higher, it could be just muscles because I've not gotten bigger. No. You need to remember, like there's other ways of tracking your progress. And that's the problem with these, with the weight loss groups is it's just one metric. but...
1: But you'll usually weigh in or around the same. And if you're up half a stone or down half a stone, it won't matter because you know, you're healthy. You're happy.
0: It's fine. One, might not have lost any weight that week but they've actually lost body fat which is what they're actually there
1: for or it might be like hey i couldn't run up the stairs a month ago but now i can run for 2k that's a really good tracker of your fit weight aside it could be like i went out with my friends for dinner and i was able to order whatever i wanted off the menu without worrying about calories that's a great like yes that's unreal Mm, that's so fun like if you can do that and i managed to do that sporadically throughout my life <laughs> sometimes i'll have a day where i just don't give a shit and then sometimes that won't happen. you know in my like, uh-huh. i i got out a tub of ice cream and i ate as much as i wanted and put the rest back i didn't feel the need to binge on the entire thing excellent like yeah. really really good these are all brilliant things that we can celebrate that have nothing to do with your weight exactly 100% And that must be really hard for you, working in a gym, like coming up with that all the time. I worked in the gym for less than a month and I have found that it took its toll on me. Now I know I have that history, which makes it harder. But like people coming up to me, uh, talking about calories, what to eat, how they lose weight, this, that and the other. I like, I really found that took a toll on me. Like,
0: I suppose, yeah. Well, you have to like, I think how do I say Um I be very just like I will explain it to them and if they don't want to listen, that's fine. I'll always be like, well, logically this is this and this. And if they're like, well, no, but I'm like, look, there is obviously in my industry as well, within the people who work there, there's a lot of people with different disorders. They will um, they will mask that and they won't tell you. Or, you know, they'll be them and they're like, Oh my god, how do you get in so shape? And I'm just like, Well, hard work and it's like eh. <laughs> Again, there's, there's a, lot is a lot of people
1: in the fitness industry with eating disorders
0: so very much like you know for a fact there is a lot yeah or body dysmorphia or there's a new thing actually very interesting uh called orthoxia yeah and uh, yeah obsession with looking healthy yeah so like you can see like you might find someone sorry you might see someone who's recovered from an eating disorder suddenly like look how healthy i am look i am and they've kind of just developed a different disorder
1: it's so so common that people who are recovered from anorexia nervosa develop orthorexia that's all i can tell you Um, and it's this you know like now i'm not saying this is always the case lots of people i'm sure who count their macros and do all of that are in a super healthy place and that's fine now for me i think that's a bit and very slippery slope I guess if you're in the correct mindset, you can make it work, perhaps. But a lot of people who've had anorexia or severe restrictive eating disorders will develop that and be obsessed with like their, their macros or their whatever way they've decided to eat. Um, and it's just another way to control because the thing is, what we all know from eating disorders is that they're not really about your weight at all they might seem to be about the weight loss and about being thin or whatever and that's actually a tiny part it's much more about control of your external surrounding and yep. a, an emotional uh disattachment with food like a or an over-emotional attachment with food I guess. and yeah so orthorexia can be just as dangerous because it's just giving that disorder another thing to cling on to yeah tell me
0: I'm actually going to challenge you one thing there we were saying about uh, the macros and being a slippery slope if you are a professional athlete
1: I'm not saying it can never work maybe if you're a professional athlete and you really need to track your to be honest I don't even really understand what a macro is okay so yes possibly it's your macronutrients yeah like your carbs your fats and stuff and
0: your protein, and yeah, protein, okay,
1: yeah, of course. Like, if you want to really like fuel your performance, um, if you know, totally, I'm sure that that's really, really important to some people, and their nutrition is a massive factor in their like running or whatever it is. However, for the average Joe, like myself or whoever, who maybe doesn't need that like nutrition to be as strict as that, but then they decide to get into this maybe maybe it's okay but my personal opinion would be that it's toxic it's dangerous it's
0: oh yeah look I, I was just totally saying that as devil's advocate because as I said macros count macros nutrient timing all this stuff has its place. Yeah. And like, I tell you now, like professional athletes diets are to a T. Like they will literally go down to like when they have carbs and stuff like that. But do you and not like, think that's a bit pre, disordered?
1: Like I'm not saying that it doesn't have a function. I'm sure it does have a function and the function works for their performance. I, do you not think it's a little bit disordered?
0: They will do anything to be at the top of their game. They want to win. Yeah. That's a mindset. Like... That's just not to say, like, when they finish their career, like, plenty of footballers have gotten fat and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because they don't have to do it anymore. But at that time, that is their goal. That's where they want to be. And I think that's perfectly I think the science behind it is so interesting. Like, even to the, like, down to the fact that, like, rugby players have even, say, they have recovery drinks with calories and electrolytes and everything for them at the end of matches. And it's each individual to each player
1: Oh well, Okay. so they know
0: that, like, these guys are going to burn more so they're going to need this more for recovery afterwards the other lads are going to not have much impact myself so it's like that is really interesting and they will be happy to do all that to stay at the top of their game and I think at the start for someone who has no idea of what they're doing I think a little bit of learning about stuff like that or even just the basics of like you know they say fist and stuff like that kind of stuff they're like kind of easy guidelines but like just so they learn but it's not a long-term thing not a lot
1: yeah and I think that's what happens is like you know people will get obsessed and like you know this person might be like someone who works in an office or something that doesn't need that level of like perfect diet you know like and it's you know perceived as healthy but it's actually probably really unhealthy if you're getting really obsessed with it. I think basically, All right. unless you're you're a professional athlete, maybe. if you are spending your entire day thinking about food, like
0: it's probably not okay. No, that's not healthy. No, I agree on that point. I just wanted to play devil's advocate there and put that where no, what... there is the time and place for some stuff. But uh, I I agree with you on that point for sure. If you're literally obsessing about every little thing and you're like, "Oh my god, I missed this or I can't eat this now because I'll go over my calories for the day by like 50 calories." Yeah. Just bloody well. Or
1: like using like th- <laughs> now this for me is like such a classic sign of when I'm in a in a bad headspace, I will use my weighing scales to measure food. Like, you know, like, okay, what, a teaspoon is, like, 15 grams, so I'll know, like, if it's 16 grams, then it's more than a teaspoon, you know, silly stuff. Mm. I understand that that's really, really silly and disordered, but, like, lots of people, that would be, like... Encouraged. I just don't think that's right. Like you know, guess <laughs> a teaspoon's a teaspoon. Like it's grand if it's a few over. If it's a few under, it's fine. Like yeah. guess it's fine. Like this, like need to be exact, precise measurements. Like is just, it's just scary. But it, that's yeah. really encouraged. Like
0: as like I said, like unless you're fresh athlete, there's no need to be worrying that much. I'm all for learn people learning more about nutrition. First, you need to assess the person, talk to them, like, if you can tell there's obsessive traits, then you need not go down that road, you know what I mean? Yes. Any obsessive traits, like, like if they start talking to you and they're saying, I do this, this, and this, like, I have to run 5k a day or that, you're like, that's already like, don't, do <laughs> yes. you know what I mean? That's a sign, like, of like, oh, why don't you, rest? like, my feet are really sore, but I run 5k a day, but, like, do you ever take a day off? No, I can't, but that's why your feet are sore. yeah. You know, so it's stuff like that, like learning those little things and picking up those traits. You're like, OK, well, we're not going to work with calories. Why? Because you don't need to. <laughs> you, you, will, you will get upset.
1: I'm just agreeing with that.
0: <laughs> but like as I said, if you're, say, for instance, with someone who's incredibly overweight and they just have no idea. Yeah. What their intake is. And I'm not saying you're going to like, I'm not saying like this person is incredibly overweight. We're going to like cut their calories down by like two and a half thousand or something but they need to learn this is what they're in taking in yeah at some point yeah how we can fix it now you want to gradually bring it down you're not going to do an extreme cut and be like okay well you have been eating say five thousand calories a day we're gonna you're supposed to be on two we're taking that down now no you're gonna reduce it gradually so they can maintain it. and then when they learn like they'll get it after a couple like after a while they'll be like oh yeah no i understand like this kind of is roughly that amount you're like yeah that's fine if you're a couple of grams either way don't worry about it
1: yeah okay really good point it is i think yeah sometimes like we really just don't know the things that hold like high calories and low calories and now for lots of people Mm -hmm. it really doesn't matter but i guess yeah if you're in a place where you want to lose a lot of weight i'm not saying that if you're overweight you have to lose weight it's your choice it's your body if you're in a position where you want to lose weight and you're finding it difficult I guess yes knowing the things that have high calories and low calories is super helpful and knowing a little bit about portioning is really helpful yeah because it might just have become a bit distorted and that's totally normal and totally fine and yeah having someone tell you like well actually a portion of this is the same as a portion of this meaning like you can have like two squares of chocolate per however many pieces of broccoli. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, totally. all the broccoli. Um. do you know what I mean? Like you can, yeah. the higher calorie, higher energy foods, I guess you, 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 the portions would be considered like smaller. But again, that's I think, within I, reason.
0: I think, I think as well, another thing is we take for granted how little people understand. Yeah. And this is where, this is why they fall into these things where as well, like where they can end up in it, taken in by a diet group or suddenly obsessing over different things. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's a case of they didn't understand to start off with. They've kind of gotten this. They don't even know why it works this way, but they're like, oh yeah, like I cook carbs for my diet and I lost weight. So obviously it's the bread. It's like, no, it's the bread and the cakes and the biscuits and the calorie surplus. You know what I mean? Mm and it's the water weight you lost because there's no glycogen in your muscles anymore holding water weight. again i'm not going to go into this it's a bit more scientific but they don't they don't know do you know what i mean like what i always do is wait when i when i don't eat carbs and like yeah it's because it's the other stuff you eat with the carbs do you know what i mean it's not the bread yeah it's the other stuff yeah can we just say like carbs are not bad
1: like carbs are fine don't be scared of carbs they're fine there's a I love yeah like carbs are super to be honest like I am fairly sure I would never have a meal without a carb it just wouldn't feel like a meal yeah
0: and again just play the advocate. there is a place for the keto diet and not eating carbs and that's like medically proven to help people with epilepsy and it's also very good for endurance athletes because they need to be fat adapted to run stupid amount <laughs> but Again, if you're working in an office and you don't have epilepsy or if you're just a normal person, you do not need to go on the most restrictive diet in the world. And any good, I say good, any well-rounded, balanced dietitian, nutritionist, PT will not advise that for diet.
1: No, like the keto diet freaks me out a bit. Like, again, as you were saying, there is studies proven that it's good for, like, certain things, and that's cool. I'm like you, if, if whatever anyone wants to do with their diet, like, to be honest, I'm like, it's your diet, like, you choose what you put in your body, like, yeah. that's fine. My concern is always for people, like, developing disordered eating habits. The uh-huh. keto diet, as far as I'm concerned, unless it's for medical reasons, is just a big, massive eating disorder, like what the fuck like so what you only eat fat and protein
0: you have only like i think five percent of your diet is carbs
1: how the hell do these people have any energy
0: so your body turns to using fat stores for energy as opposed to using the carbohydrates which again perfectly normal perfectly fine it's great for endurance athletes as well because as i said if you're running 10 15 20k you know like a marathon it actually good. Good for your body to switch to be able to switch to fat source because you will run out of the carbohydrate stores in your muscles fairly early on. And is
1: there also like a time well, restriction with it? Like you can only eat at certain times?
0: No. 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 It's just you have to keep that around five percent. Keep your body in ketosis.
1: Yeah, what's that's the um, term I was trying to remember? Ketosis. What does that mean?
0: So that means it's using fat as your primary fuel source instead of carbohydrates. Right. Okay. So it will be able to use a fat store in your muscles as well. Again, really cool that your body does all this stuff. Very interesting. But it's so restrictive. And part of the reason you lose weight very quickly off is because you don't store water in your muscles anymore. So it's very easy to get dehydrated. You will suffer headaches and stuff starting off. Look, that's fine. That's just normal. It'll happen to anyone. But it's so restrictive and so unnecessary but people don't realize that Mm. and they think oh I'll be grand and they're like oh well this person like a really good a really good one if someone ever comes to you and says well this person lost a stone in two weeks or the person did it you go to them okay right well come back to me in six months and tell me where they are yeah so true because if they're still that way in six months it works for them yeah
1: I know someone who was doing the keto diet and there was some kind of time thing like I only eat at this time and this time or something and I thought that was to do with the keto diet but now I know that it is not so they were like intermittent fasting and in ketosis.
0: To my knowledge now there's nothing there's nothing yeah. to do with your, your time in with it. Um, no I'm sure there's not like. Oh. Mm
1: like it's just a mess i don't know i well i just disagree but like as you said there's there is circumstances that it's it's useful and it is really interesting like the science of nutrition is really interesting but yeah it's people that don't know they don't understand and it just they
0: just heard they just hear they lost 10 pounds in two weeks yeah and
1: they're like oh like i
0: said come back six months later have they gained 20
1: and you have to remember as well, like, okay, maybe that person did lose 10 pounds in two weeks on the keto diet, and maybe you would too, but is that going to make you happy? Like, you might think it will, but like, to be honest, let me tell you this, as someone who has had multiple issues with food over their life, life I've only had one life, as far as I know.
0: Are you a cat? <laughs> yeah.
1: Being thinner will not make you happier. Like, that's, that's the truth. Like, it yeah. it won't make you happier if your only goal is i want to lose 10 pounds and then you lose 10 pounds you're not going to feel accomplished you maybe you will for a day or two but like the chances are you'll probably put it back on and if you don't put it back on maybe you'll get an eating disorder maybe you won't like it's not going to make you happy either way overall health will make you happy and um, having a good relationship with food and your body and exercise will make you happy these things are super great and like definitely will make you happy well you know will will help make you happy but if your only health goal is weight loss that's just not gonna make you happy sorry sorry um
0: yeah but the other thing as well is you'll get that 10 pounds and then what happens what's to say that your bar won't move
1: yeah well your metaphorical bar
0: so then you're like oh if i like five more i'll be better if i lose like five more i'll be better and then you're underweight and afraid of everything it's the biggest
1: unpopular truth ever and I want anyone who comes to me and tells me like oh I just want to get back to this I want to be like you won't be happy though and you just can't say that to people because they're like "Uh, what and they think you're weird but if you are listening and that's what you think let me tell you now this might be hard to accept and you might not want to hear it but it will not make you happy good luck you need to
0: try some. Another thing to do as well is if you say that I want to be like oh I just want to get back to this or whatever, just ask why. Yeah, exactly. Ask a why three times, three times, and answer answer honestly. Mm, so good. Because if you don't have an honest answer after three whys, it's not going to work. I,
1: yeah, people do this a lot, don't they? They like look back and say like oh, that was me on my wedding day. I'd love to be back to that. Or like, this is me before I had kids. I just want to get back to that. This was me then. I just want to get back to that. But you're not that anymore. You're not, you, you yep. have had three children or you, whatever, you're 10 years older. You've, you're not that anymore. And that's fine. Your body's going to change throughout your lifetime. And if you are measuring your happiness and your health based on one snapshot of your life like maybe it's one picture of you on your wedding day or maybe it's you pre-children or maybe it's just you last year when you thought you had it all together and now you feel like you don't and you feel like if you were back to that weight then you might feel like you have it all together anymore that is not a measure of health that is not a measure of worth your worth cannot be wrapped up in a number because that number will change we are not meant to stay the same we go through a life cycle
0: exactly that is 100% true yeah. and I think you're as you said like you're looking back on those days or really like looking back on the wedding day it's like oh that was the happiest day of my life if I could just get like that I was like what about all the stress coming up to the wedding because everyone stresses in the wedding <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? and
1: it might be just you at this like super great angle with a professional photographer with great lighting with your hair and your makeup done in this really nice dress like you probably didn't really look like that like you know what I mean like and we're you're just, all normal
0: like and you're looking at that photo like with your hair in a bun and your tracky bottoms holding one child in one hand another <laughs> one swinging out your leg of course you're probably miserable right now yeah, at this like it's,
1: and it's grand like you're 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 beautiful in both ways you know but I, I've, I've heard this so many times like with people who want to lose weight or who want to like get fit or whatever and they they have this like ideal version of themselves and I'm like that was a photograph it's a moment in time like you you were probably a crying mess a few minutes before that or like whatever like our lives are like that like you'll have these highs and lows and all over the place and like you exist somewhere in the middle of it all you're not that photograph of you in your wedding day looking fabulous or you were not you and your taxi bottoms or your hair scrapped up in a bun you're something in between all of it yeah it's grand like you're not always gonna look like that like and you just have to accept that it's quite fun
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: Chrissy, I think we should leave it there because to be,
0: I feel like that was a good enough.
1: Yeah, we could probably literally talk forever about this. Yeah, definitely. Um, and on that note, it was time for me to make some food.
0: <laughs> I think I'll actually eat again as well because food.
1: Yeah. Um, and I need to have all my energy for PT because I am going to what? What's my PB right now? Thirty-five. Mm-hmm. let's get let's do 37 and a half 30
0: all right right. if you feed proper
1: <laughs> i will i promise i'm gonna go make food right now all right so guys thank you so much as always for tuning in Um, we know that was a heavy topic and there's definitely probably some things we've missed we're not claiming to be experts this is just kind of our experience but if you do have any questions or want to get in touch about anything definitely feel free to be in touch so you can contact the podcast on Instagram at podcast. You can find me, Yvonne, at just underscore move underscore sis on Instagram. Chrissy, where can we find you?
0: You'll find me on Instagram at, at fitness, And my TikTok is at ChrissyHFit.
1: Perfect. That's where you find me. So, guys, the main lesson for today is go make yourself some food. Enjoy it. Don't worry too much about the rest. Just be happy.
0: Don't overthink it. Just just enjoy it. Yes.
1: Thank you, guys. We will chat to you all next week.
0: Yeah, thank you. Goodbye. Thank you again for listening to the Why Not Podcast. Because remember, in a world where everybody asks why, We're here to ask, why not?